Welcome back, Warrior Kids. My name is Pam Palmiter, and I'm the host of the Warrior Kids podcast, which, as you know by now, is taped before our famous live studio audience, Peter and Ernie. I'm a Mi'kmaq professor who has created this podcast to celebrate everything Indigenous and work with Warrior Kids to help make the world a better place. If that sounds like something you'd like to do, then join us here every second Wednesday and learn some really cool things along the way. How is everyone? Do any of you live in territories that are experiencing winter right now? For us, we just got a whole bunch of snow, and it's been a bit cold. It's so cold, in fact, that Peter and Ernie really don't like going outside, and they usually love going outside. The word for winter in Mi'kmaq is gisig, and wastio means snow. Gisig means winter, and wastio means snow. Now, I know some people don't like winter, but you know what a Mi'kmaq elder once told me? She told me that even though winter can be snowy and blowy and coldy, oh wait, that's not a word, snowy, blowy, and cold, winter is an important season for us. Many native cultures, including the Mi'kmaq, believe that winter is a special season that helps cleanse the earth, refreshing it after the other seasons, spring, summer, and fall. Some native cultures even have ceremonies to welcome winter. But it's always important to remember that native peoples from all over Turtle Islands have different types of practices, and they also have different types of weather and seasons. Some don't even have snow and cold. But when I was a kid, I loved winter. I loved playing outside with my siblings in the snow, making snowmen, having snowball fights, digging out little snow caves, sliding down snowbanks, and of course, just generally sliding around on the ice. And when we came inside, it always felt so good to warm up. That feeling of the heat warming you all the way from the cold cheeks on your face, all the way down to your cold little toes. I always found that cold weather in winter made me really appreciate the warmth that came from our little house. And you know what else I loved about winter? I loved all the stories that our aunties, uncles, and elders told us. Today, I want to share a short story with you that's a little bit from some of those stories, and a little bit of stuff added from my family, and a little bit from my imagination when I was a kid. It's a story about how we're all connected. Long ago, there lived a sweet little girl that they called Jipjeej. Jipjeej means bird in Mi'kmaq. She was named Jipjeej by her grandmother in a naming ceremony because on the morning that she was born, all the tiny birds sitting in the trees outside of the wigwam sang their beautiful bird songs to welcome little Jipjeej into the world. The old grandmother had never seen so many tiny little birds singing all at once and thought to herself, hmm, this must be a special sign. This little girl must have a special gift to share with the people of the village. She didn't know yet what that gift was, so the old grandmother kept a close eye on Jipjeej. As Jipjeej grew, 
from a sweet little baby to a happy little toddler, Grandmother noticed that the birds and the animals of the forest seemed to be attracted to her. Every time Jip Jeej was playing outside, the little birds flew around her, singing beautiful songs. Whenever Jip Jeej couldn't find her doll, the chipmunks would come and help her find it. And if she was hungry, the bees would buzz around her, bzzz, and lead her to the strawberries growing in the field. Grandmother thought this was peculiar. There seemed to be a special relationship between this tiny girl and all the living things on Mother Earth. Still, Grandmother wondered, what could this little girl's gift be? Could it be that Jip Jeej could talk to animals? Hmm, she wondered. So, Granny asked Jip Jeej to talk to the raccoons. Jip Jeej tried, but the raccoons just looked at each other and then scampered off. No, Jip Jeej could not talk to animals. Grandmother would have to keep watching her and find out what her special gift was. Many days went by, which turned into weeks and months. Then one day, Jip Jeej was playing in the long grass. There were so many mice following Jip Jeej around that their fur tickled her toes and Jip Jeech fell down giggling. <laughs> Watching this spectacle of furry mice and giggling Jip Jeech, Grandmother wondered if her gift is a trick that she uses to make the mice follow her. So Grandmother asked Jip Jeech to signal the mice to follow her back to the wigwam. And Jip Jeej made as many different signals as she could. She waved her hands in the air, she snapped her fingers, she twirled around in a circle. But the mice just looked at each other and scurried away back to their burrows. Mm, grandmother thought to herself, it doesn't look like Jip Jeej has a special trick to make the animals follow her. Grandmother wondered and wondered and wondered, what is her granddaughter's special gift? Once again, days went by, which turned into weeks and then many months. Then, one day, Grandmother was looking for Jip Jeej and could not find her, so she sent her grandson to find her. Now, Jip Jeej's brother, always knew all of the special places that she plays. And she usually plays by the big tree, the one with the crooked branches. And that's exactly where he found her. Jip Jeej was singing and dancing around the big tree and hundreds of crickets were jumping all around her. She looked like the happiest little girl in the world. Hey, Jip Jeej, what are you doing? What silly song is this? Her brother asked. It's the song of the crickets, said Jip Jeej. The crickets? Yes, brother, the crickets. But why are you singing a song of the crickets? I don't even like crickets. They jump out at me and scare me all the time. I just want to step on them and make them stop scaring me. Jip Jeej looked horrified and explained to her brother, these crickets are a part of our family. We can't hurt them. Her brother just scoffed at her and said, These crickets, 
They're just bugs. They don't do anything but bother people and they make really annoying sounds. You should be singing the songs of the birds. That's your name after all, isn't it? Jipjeej? Just as she was about to explain to her brother why all the songs of all the birds, animals, and insects are important, her brother was startled by a cricket who jumped on him. He brushed it quickly off of his shoulder and he was just about to step on it when Jipjeej stopped him. No, brother, shouted Jipjeej. And then she grabbed her brother's hand and let the cricket walk over onto his hand. Then she explained to him, Brother, we would not be able to survive without crickets. Who told you that? He responded. I've listened to the crickets, said Jipjeej. Crickets don't talk. Yes, they do. Listen. As they listened to the crickets, they didn't notice that Grandmother had found them and was listening quietly on the other side of the tree. She was very careful not to disrupt this important conversation between brother and sister. Can you hear their beautiful songs, brother? asked Jipjeej. They sing about the important work they do on Mother Earth. I don't hear any songs, he said. Just quiet your mind and listen. So he closed his eyes and listened very carefully one more time. Can you hear now, brother? The crickets are singing about how they eat the grass and the plants and their tiny little poops help feed the earth. Jipjeej continued, this cycle of crickets eating plants and pooping helps give the earth all the energy and nutrients that it needs to help grow food that we humans eat. You see that apple tree over there? She asked. Yes. Well, it takes a lot of nutrients in the earth to feed that tree year after year so that it can make apples for us to eat, explained Jipjeej. And every time we eat an apple and we throw away the core, those little seeds inside of the core grow into trees. So, these crickets help feed the earth that feeds the trees that feed us. And you know what else, brother? What else, Jipjeej? They also feed the birds that give us eggs to eat. And the frogs need the crickets to eat so that we have enough frogs to eat the algae in the water and keep it clean so that we all have clean water to drink. Wow, said her brother. I didn't know how important crickets were. Yes, brother, we are all connected. Each one of the insects, birds, fish, plants, and animals, they are all our relatives. Even that apple tree is our relative. It was at that moment when Grandmother, who had overheard all this conversation, realized why Jipjeej was so special. Jipjeej loved all of life on Mother Earth, and she was going to make sure to share that message to remind all humans that we are all connected and that we have to treat all of our relatives with respect. Grandmother smiled and said, My precious Jipjeej, you just keep singing the songs of the crickets 
I now know why all the tiny birds sang their songs when you were born. They knew then, as I do now, that you are born to remind us that we are all connected. We need each other to survive on Mother Earth. So what do you think, warrior kids? Did you like the story about Jip Cheech? I bet you can think of many other ways that all the living things on Mother Earth are connected. I just love stories, stories of all kinds, traditional native stories, true stories about something that might have happened in the past, and even fun made-up stories. And I figured there's no better way to start off the new year than to learn Mi'kmaq words and hear more Mi'kmaq stories. So there you go also decided that this year, which happens to be 2022, I'm going to make new podcast friends. Last episode, I told you about my new podcast friend Chanel from the Peace Out podcast. Well, this week, I want to tell you about my new friend Jonathan at the Dork Tales Storytime podcast. Can you guess why I like them so much? That's right. They tell awesome stories, but but not just any stories. Some of them are silly and wacky stories, and some of them even sound like bits and pieces of stories you might have heard before. And they said I could share a clip about their podcast. So here it is. Hey, fellow story lovers. I'm Jonathan Cormer, host of the Dork Tales Storytime podcast, a show that brings families together to laugh, learn, and delight in a tale well told. Every two weeks, my forest friend, Mr. Reginald T. Hedgehog, and I bring you slightly wacky and very geeky retellings of classic fairy tales and untold stories about amazing hidden heroes of history. So check us out wherever you listen to podcasts or visit us at dorktalesstory.com. Doesn't that sound fun, warrior kids? I think what I'm going to do after this podcast is go and listen to Jolly Jolly Hedgehog again. Or maybe The Emperor's New Quills. Those were both awesome episodes. Okay, warrior kids, I think we learned a lot today. But I think we learn a lot every episode. What do you think you can take action on? Well, you could teach your friends and families the new Mi'kmaq words that you learned. Do you remember? Gisig means winter, and Wasteo means snow. You could draw some pictures of winter. Or maybe you could paint some pictures of the story that we heard today. You could even ask your teacher to have all the students in your class talk about all the different ways that we are all connected. And of course, don't forget to listen to my friend Jonathan's Dork Tales Storytime podcast. And if you need ideas for fun activities, then check us out online at www.warriorkidspodcast.com. We have free coloring pages, books, and even calendars. And warrior parents and teachers, don't forget to support Warrior Kids Podcast on Patreon or buy me a coffee. The links are below. And if you like our podcast, don't forget to give us five-star ratings. We love stars. Thank you all for listening, learning, and acting. Till next time. Later, Gators. (laughs) 